Because we could be talking about not keeping up with the world. Because, um, yeah, I got some questions for you, though, right now. I'm with Straight Edge Chuck, this uh, Royal Tay, a.k.a. the Ghost Rider, the further notice. And we're back on right now. It's a good thing. So, hope everybody tuning in. I just thank everybody for listening. I'm, um, I see the traction that's that's been going up um, on the views and the listens and the plays. And I really appreciate you tuning in to the Daily Bars. This is another Daily Bar. I haven't came up with it yet, but um, it's no reaction. Um, bro, without compassion, that's all I can think about. It's, it's um, they don't really care about, we, we talked about the law and having rights. We've been talking about that before the show started. Me and Straight Edge Chuck. And we talked about how the court is set up um, with a system already. And they already have rules delegated with no compassion. So whatever their rules are, whatever they already made up or um, had analysis about, they already came up with the answer. And they already came up with the decision before you walk into court. Even your lawyers is a part of that because they have to study the law. So they all in one accord. So you might get lucky, you might get blessed sometime, but it's all in one correlation. Everybody playing the same game and they playing in the same they're playing with the same rules. You know, um it's a situation that went down. I'm not about to get into too much in detail. But um Yeah, I, man. Shit, to even speak on it, like I would say, the one of the majorities of what we're talking about is isn't really even like all types of court. It's more been in like a small court of like family court. Um, I think you know, in bigger court, you definitely would have more of a chance to have someone willing to fight for you. They have more things set. But when you're in this family court, man, you know, if you're a man, first thing I'm gonna tell you is learn, learn on your own. Don't, don't. Don't think right away the first thing to do is go run to an attorney and pay him all this money that you worked your ass off for and they're already trying to take from you. You know, go and learn. Yeah, yeah. Go do your studies. Do your research and figure out if you, you're capable of just doing it yourself. You know, figure out your situation because everyone's situation is different and that's the, the problem with the court system. One thing I learned is they they it was always brought to my attention about we got to go by a book. We got to go by the book. There's steps by steps. There's procedures on how this goes. And I kept thinking, well, you know, well, what the fuck is this book? Fuck this book. I'm, I have nothing to do with this book. I'm not like the last man that walked in. One thing you do when you go into court before your case, you go in there early. You sit there and you study. You don't stop until it's your time to speak. Then you go ahead and you speak facts. Because when you go in there, you could see how some of these other men are, are being handled. Some of the bad things that they're doing. Some of the, the mistakes that they keep making. And tell yourself, is this me? Am I anything like him? Well, it's crazy because if I'm nothing like him, if I do nothing like him, if I'm on point with everything, why do I have the same amount of time as this man? Why am I having to take the same amount of classes as this man? I'm not this man. I have no background like that. I don't have a criminal record. I'm a solid, decent person, and I'm actually showing up on time. So right. 
I'm different. So handle me differently. And the court, the way they work based off it having to be about a book in a certain way of going about things, you have to you have to point it out to them. You have to shut them the fuck up on their opinions. Court isn't about opinions. Court is about facts. Court is the law. Court is justice. Court is impartial. Impartial is meaning 50-50. There's no, there's no he, she, this and that. It doesn't matter. None of that shit matters. All that matters is the truth. Come in there with your facts and the truth and you should win. You should right. take over and win. But you stand by your truth. You don't let them tell you, oh, well... This isn't this and, you know, oh, you know, the kid isn't old enough or whatever the case. No, that doesn't matter. If you've been there, you've been doing it, you stand by that. There's no different of you being a man and her being a woman. You stand your fucking ground. And I learned that. I, uh, you know, on previous situations, I, I was told that you can't even get your child until they're around five years old to where you can have a 50-50, no child support, none of that shit. It didn't make any sense. What makes this woman better than me? She barely works. She barely makes money. She's already here asking for my money. So she's already showing she's not capable of even taking care of her child on her own. So in my opinion, I'm the better one. So right. instead, flip the script on their asses. Don't fucking sugarcoat shit. You know what? If she can't take, a for, take care of her child full time or for the amount of time she's trying to take care of this child then maybe I need to take more time. Maybe she needs to be the one with the two the two days a week. And I take more time because I could work hard. I work hard already. I was already doing that previously. So I'm the better parent. I'm the more responsible parent. So maybe we need to flip the script. Put them in a position to where they have no other option but to go with what you're saying because they're not going to cater to you. No matter what you say, they're still not going to cater to you. They're never going to say, oh, yeah, he's right, so let's go ahead and flip it and give him more time. No, that won't happen. But that what they will do is shut the fuck up. They'll realize, damn, I have no rebuttal to what he's saying, and that's all they're going to do is sit there and try to fight you. Every single thing you say, they have something to say back to you. Shut them up. Stop them. Study. Pay attention. Hear every fucking question that they ask. Look up every question that comes to mind. Every single chance I could, I was Google searching. I was reading. I was figuring it out. Every question I had in my head, I searched it. I looked for the answers. One of the main reasons what make what they claim is the main purpose on why a woman is better than a man or at least is more necessary to a child's life for a man is simply breastfeeding. If you're already at a point and you know for, for a fact that your child didn't even breastfeed, you're already ahead of the fucking game because now, hey, we're two, we're two creatures with fucking useless nipples. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. So now she's definitely not better than me. Now I'm still the man that works hard. Now I'm still the fucking man that still does everything and still can take care of his kid. And what can she do? So what do I do? I put him in a position to look stupid. And I said, well, it sounds like this woman isn't capable of taking care of the responsibility or the burden of a child. So maybe what she needs to do is get a better job and work harder. Why is it that you want my money? Why do I have to work harder when I'm already working hard? Why do I have to do the most? You don't want to give me my child. You're making me fight for that. You're the ones making me fight. I'm asking for it. I want the 50-50. I want to do my part. But you're not allowing it. So why would I have to give you money for shit? 
So instead, flip that fucking shit on him. No, she needs to work harder. She's a grown-ass adult woman. Just like I'm a grown-ass adult man. If I could go work harder, so can she. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. boom, put them in their place. Don't 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 hold back. Keep in mind as well, when you go to small court, the judges aren't real judges. Sometimes they're just stand-in judges. Sometimes they may be a little bit better than stand-in mm-hmm. judges, but still they're not all the way up there superior court judges. They're, they're some half-asses. So you can shut them up. The most they're going to do... They're not even gonna fully arrest you, even if you're not, even if you're talking out of turn, talking out of place. Most they're gonna even do is zip tie you. They're not gonna even put real life handcuffs on you. And if they do, what are they gonna take you? Who gives a fuck? We're men. We're brought into this world knowing that we could walk down the street and get arrested, beat up, jump, shot, anything. I don't care about race, color, none of that shit matters. At any point, you grow up a man, you grow up and you have to learn to be hard. You have to learn to fight harder. We are taught to fight. Every sport we play is contact. Everything we have to do is aggressive. So what the fuck you think we care about fucking jail? Give me my fucking two days. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of that shit matters. Go in there and fight. Go in there and yeah. fight aggressive. Go hard. Be you. Be a man. And that's it. <laughs> so... In this case, in, in the case that you're dealing with at, in the moment, at the moment, um, have you seen any kind of like, have you seen anything on your side? Like, uh, nothing, any kind of nothing, nothing in, uh, in, in passion on, on, on your, on, on your end. No, unfortunately in the situation I'm in now being assaulted by a woman, my word does not matter. I am a male. I'm a man. Supposedly I'm bigger. I'm stronger. How did I get assaulted by a woman? You know, there's, it's basically, I've literally had people who, you know, like everyone says, they studied the law. But at the end of the day, like I stated before, you can study the law too. They have the same books. They have the same knowledge out there. It's all available to us. You know, they didn't they don't just, you know, sign up for class and they got some special golden book hidden off in the cut. You got to open a secret case. You know what I mean? It's out there. The knowledge is there. So get it yourself. Mm. Even when you go and talk to attorney, be ready to rebuttal their asses. They may be here to fight. But keep in mind, when it comes to court, the judge is there to make money. It's his job. He's just going to sit there and go by the book so he can have a nice, easy day, go back to his big, fancy-ass house mm. in Palos Verdes Hills, live in, fucking, live in luxury. Mm. Same as the attorneys. They're just wanting your money. Every time they walk into that building, you're getting 1500 They're getting 1500 plus, depending on the type of case. They're, going, they're in there for money. They're going to prolong it as long as they can. It's on you in every situation to handle it yourself mm. and majority That's more as yeah it, more as a man women as much as they want to thank equal rights and this and that it's not they're going to still get their little baby asses pampered and they're going to get walked through every scenario if the situation i was in was reversed and that woman was sitting across the street uh, across the seat uh, fucking across the table from that lawyer attorney 
oh, this would be a whole different situation. This would be a whole different situation. I probably would already be in jail as the one who would have assaulted a woman. But no, it's not. In their heads, uh, they shake their head at it. You think she'd have been in jail? Oh, I would I would be. I mean, she uh, should be. She should be. That's the thing. But I have to do something. I have to go the extra mile. I have to take more steps. I have to work harder, and I have to work and do it on my own to get there. Right. No one even is willing to listen to me. No yeah. one is, is even willing to tell me the cheat codes to get in there, even though they know it. They know the rules. They know the law. They know what section is what and how it goes. You know, fuck that. You know what I mean? They're not telling you. Yeah. They're not going to tell me. I got to go find it my own. Anybody in any assault situations and anything like that, just know everything is, again, it is impartial. Assault battery cases uh, for civil court is something called uh, intentional tort, and it falls under um, Section 3. And it's for everybody. It states it. Male or female can be the assaulter. So how is it that you walk into a building trying to get help and they're shaking their head at you as as if it doesn't matter? Because we're a man. That's mm. it. It's the whole the whole system is fucked and sexist and backwards. Their rules don't make sense. They, you know, back to the previous situation of, you know, child support and shit and all that shit. It's all fraud. It's all fake. It's all some bullshit. If if they're looking, if their main issue for a child is is to is the best interest of a child, then why is the first thing they do is ask for money? How does that How does that add up? If 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 I if I'm someone and I'm sitting at a desk and a woman comes in and she has a child, whether she has a partner or not, as a as a man, my damn self, I could I have the knowledge that I can do this on my own or or with a partner. I, I know that if I had a kid with a woman, whether I loved her or not, whether we're even married, that there is a good, even higher chance that I'm going to end up doing it on my own at some point. So why why is it that a woman gets so catered to to the situation? Why is it that she's not looked at immediately like, well, what is she doing wrong? What is her flaws? Why is it that they just for money are going to send a detective to come hunt the man down, search the man you know, make fake profiles to fucking figure out his life and his lifestyle and what he's doing, but they won't do that for the woman. So that so it's it's been no investigation at all. None, none. Not on your part at all. On mine, they I mean, came. I mean, on they, her, on her yeah, part. on her part, no, none, 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 none. If they did, they would see the truth. She 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 flaunts the truth. She flaunts it out there. She flaunts that it's been a scam, that it's been a setup, it's been a trap. They act like this is fake and it's not. It's real. It's something knowledgeable. It's something that's around the world as almost like it's a joke. It's almost like a straight up joke. The girls the girls make real jokes about this shit. Like, you know, it could be, oh, you know, it could be like, oh, fuck him. Well, shit, have his baby and trap him. Or it could be, oh, shit, I, you, you know, you really love him. Won't you just get, won't you just get pregnant? It's out there. But how is it that all these high-powered people with all this knowledge, supposedly, with all this power over all of us fucking little people, how is it that they don't seem to know that this is a real thing that's out here? How is it? How are they so oblivious to reality? It's here. It should be acknowledged. Every bit of it should matter. Everything that is brought to their attention shouldn't matter. 
and it should be properly checked. We could talk about the money after, right? but the first main priority is the well-being of a child. If a child was simply made and created to trap a, a trap a man to for financial gain, how is that in any way the best interest of a child? That child is a straight up pond. That's not their little prince, their little princess. No, that's their pond. Right. That's crazy. They're dealing with straight jokers in this bitch, and they want to act like. They're doing something. They're they're trying to cover it by saying they're doing something right. No, they're not doing anything right. None of it's right. Cause what's the um? Cause the, cause what's what's the such thing about like when you're a gold digger? Like if you're a gold digger, you're trying to get a man for his money, right? And so if you have his kids, you get his money too. Yeah, gold digger would be well. I guess that comes in the same category too. But you know, gold diggers can also just be like money hungry women. Like, oh, he's got money, so let me, you know, pretend. Let me play the part of like the girlfriend, and you know, let let this man take care of me. And you know, oh, I need money, this and that. It's kind of the kind of the same scenario, but. To me, it's also totally different. That woman is still, I mean, I, I guess they, went, it is. they, they, they still they, are just looking out for themselves. Because they, because they, it's been known that some women have stuck some men just to have a baby, right? Yeah, it's all over the just place. Just because they was in love with that man, they had something. They had some kind of obsession with the man. Yeah. So they they stuck the man. They really didn't. They didn't have uh, athletes. It happens to athletes everywhere yeah, they all don't, the time. They don't care about what the man thinks. In that case, they just they really just being selfish and they and on their in their own way. And no matter what anyone says, because I I hear it constantly, the the only obligation a man has is to wear a condom. That's not true. Sorry. At the end of the day, that is still making it a sexist remark. That is still making it, you know, something that it really isn't. At the end of the day, when you guys chose to have unprotected sex, two grown adults. Two grown adults. Everybody has the right to make their own statements. Two grown adults are there, and right. they they agreed on a certain type of sex that was unprotected. Now, if this woman decides to stay on you, to hold you down, anything like that, and you didn't want it, it's stated in, in, in your rights, in the law, that any unwanted act during sex is considered assault. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me that if a rapist was wearing a condom, that he's no longer a rapist. No, a condom has nothing to do with the mental state of that person and what he did or what they did and how they acted during that sexual moment. He could have... People could be out there and they'd talk about one night stands and everything. You you could have been out drinking with this person. You could even have the intent and, and the knowledge that, oh, I'm gonna have fun. We're probably gonna have sex. But as soon as this as soon as you got too drunk, if that man took advantage of you, if that man took advantage that you were a little more intoxicated than you should have been, and he was wearing a condom, is that okay? Right. It's not. It's still rape. 
Right. It's still a sexual assault. Yeah, that's still. He's still going to get tried and he's still going to go to fucking prison. Oh, sure. He's going to get he's going to get his own fucking fucking ass. And w- but what about women? They do it constantly. They do it all the time. And they and then they get the rights immediately. They get the options immediately. We don't have it. But the crazy thing is even though a woman can get pregnant in all these different ways and have all the all the options to choose of how she wants to go about it, she could abort, she can adopt, she could go to a fire station and leave it in a fucking drawer. But if a man did not choose that situation, he has no he has no out. He has no way out. And yet he's still looked at as the bad person in that situation. How is that how does that even make sense? There's there's it's no not, way to make it make sense. They're looking at it from a certain um scope and you can't change the way they're looking at it. Cause you you've been dealing with this for a while, right? Oh yeah. Chuck. Yep. Yeah. All different scenarios. I mean, uh, you know, I have my I have my child and that I have, you know, fifty fifty custody of. I no child support. I worked my ass off to get there. Um, mm. Took a good year. Again, I they told me five years. I got it before he was two. And after firing my attorneys, um, again I this learned. This is another situation. Yeah, this is your first. It is my first situation, and you know, it's just uh, it's it's all just really tricky. It's really stressful and traumatic, and it's it's not it's not something I wish on anybody, man. It's just. It's horrible. It's horrible, but it's something we unfortunately have to do and have to work our asses off to do. You've been through the system. You've been through the, you've been, you've been through the system drastically, though. Like, you've been... Yeah. You've really, really been in the system experiencing it, like, firsthand. And one thing that, that always gets brought up is they'll bring up little stories about you. This, this, that, this, and the other. He did this to me. He did that to me. But how is he as a father? That's never really brought up. That's the crazy thing. They want to say it's not a certain way. They want to say it's not sexist. Pause one second. Sorry about that. (laughs) But yeah, so... uh, Yeah, where were we? Yeah, so... They don't... They basically will, they're, whenever the woman speaks, whatever they say, they're willing to make it about the man at that point. But that isn't the main goal. And that's something that should always be kept in mind, especially as men, you know, is mm-hmm. they're going to make it personal every single time. But that's when you stop them. Yeah. Oh, we did this. Yeah, we did that. But always make sure you have the rest of the story. You know, in most situations I've ever heard of, and I'm I'm a barber, I cut nothing, I cut all men. You know, I might have one or two females here and there, but they may even be studs. But either way, cut majority of men. Any scenario where there've been arguments, fights, it's usually the man trying to walk away. It's usually the woman doing the extra, the extra grabbing and pulling and yanking and tugging, or they're the ones doing the yelling and all this extra shit. Should I've even been in a situation where? The girl was punching me in the face, and all I did was put her in a chokehold to get her to stop. I had to put her in a chokehold three different times, and each time I told her, I'll let you go, but you got to stop punching me in the face. She kept swinging. And as soon as I let her go, turn around, pop, pop, pop. 
kept punching. The 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 moment someone came in and actually was like, "Did he put his hands on you?" The first thing she did was yell, "Yes." Mm. I didn't touch. I didn't hit him. I didn't touch him. Mm. Immediate cry, wolf. And who who are they gonna believe? Me or the woman? Of course they're gonna believe the woman. They're not gonna believe me, even though I had cuts and scrapes on my face, little welts on my face. I mean, you know, we're guys. Yeah, we can eat it up. But at the same situation, are we supposed to just stop and sit there and take it? Shit, as long as you don't beat the bitch all the way to death, is that okay? Like, no, it's not. But we're men and we're supposed to just take it. How is that right? How is that impartial? How is that fair? How is that equal? Where's the rights? They give no reaction. A world without compassion. That's crazy. You got to deal with that. Like, you've been dealing with it, and it's, like, it's still ongoing. It's out here, and it's, it's really, like, a real, um, yeah. it's a real situation, like, that happen all the time. But like, yeah, and other men are really out here dealing with it, unfortunately, and it's really trash, man. I mean, I've luckily been able to learn enough to where I've helped a lot of men get through it and get them out that place because it is, it is very traumatic. You know, it, you know, Mm -hmm. it's known it's all over social media now, how men have a higher suicide rate. Well, yeah, we have to do things a lot harder. That's what they say. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking known fact out there. Men, men don't get asked how they're doing. And if they do, it's not genuine. They don't really care. A man can tell you how he's doing and can tell you it's a bad day. Oh yeah, okay. Cause yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'm stuck in traffic, and you know, yeah, they fucked up my Starbucks order. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. It's not ever really care. We don't get mm-hmm. like you know the big thing. You know, we don't get we don't get we don't see flowers until we, we we're dead, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we're men. When when is it? When are we gonna get cared about? When is how we're feeling matter? Like I don't think it ever does. I don't I don't believe it ever really will. Mm. you gotta I mean you gotta be there for each other yeah world without compassion like um with all these laws that's going on like you think how can you how can you come up with a crazy law like how can you put somebody in jail for life not knowing if they really did the crime or not um even if they had uh some sort of like a good amount of evidence that they couldn't prove um how can you take somebody away from their family not knowing the truth, like, or just, um, like, making a decision based off of a rule or a, a law that's been written a long time ago, like, that's been written way before your time, and they're still basing it off the same things, and they put, like you said, they still put you in the category regardless. Yep. Yep. You can't, if you took them away from their family... Or they or they or they got put in a certain situation, it'd be a different outcome because they got more discretion. Shit, I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure about it, but even if like, even if you were to take a man in a murder case, get a woman with the same exact murder case, I can probably I can probably bet that they don't have the same end result. Oh, yeah. I can almost bet they won't get the same amount of time. Oh no. Not. It won't be a slap on the wrist because it could be a murder case or whatever, but at the same time, it will definitely be handled different. 
there is nothing about court in any any level of it that shows that they actually abide by the own oath that they take. Like they don't even abide by their own oath. Man. They don't even go by their own rules. I I I think they're gonna follow the rules when it come to you. <laughs> or it come to 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 their bias, you know, uh they might it's, it's bias already. It's like it's already but like you said, it's biased already. So be, to put yourself in this to even get close to the situation, you gotta stay all the way completely out the situation. So that's good that you giving um giving game to other men or being able to talk to other other men that even that's even um coming close to this situation, you know. Yeah, because I or mean, had incidents like that 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 could have brought them to this point. When I first started my first, you know, custody case or anything like that, I you know I had to go to the people that I knew or the men that I knew that's gone through it. And a lot of the things I continued to hear was, you know, go in there and, you know, you got to be quiet, man. Don't show any, any emotion. Don't, don't make any facial expressions based off what the judge said. But Mm. off, off the last case that I did have where I did get everything that I was asking for and it did go my way. I even made it a point to bring that up. And I said, how is that right? How is this not an emotional situation? You're keeping my child from me. You're doing everything in your power to continue to try and make me look like the bad person. You'll listen to every story she has to say. You'll send me to every class I can take. And even times when you go into those classes, they're ran by people that are way worse than anything you probably have ever done. I mean, I was at a church facility to learn about, uh, you know, I guess how to take care of a child or something, right? Which I didn't need, but I did it to I did it to make myself look better in the in the judge's eyes, I guess. And this was when I still had an attorney, so I'm still abiding by their little book and the little rules and all their scenarios. But then you walk into this bitch, and it's church, and they have a pastor up there, and then the pastor is telling you, "Oh yeah, you know, I was a, I was in prison and I was a drug addict." And I was like, "You know, hey, I get it. We all have a past. That's wonderful." But this man had his kids taken away from him. Shit, he's a he's a whole pastor at a church, and he still hasn't got his his custody rights back from his kid. But yet he's in front of me teaching me, and he's gonna sign off on a paper that the judge is gonna approve. Man, I could be teaching him something about life. Why the fuck is he up there t- trying to teach me? And why is his word so much better? Why does his word even matter in my scenario? In my opinion. If you know you're a decent person, if you know you're okay, shit, if you if you aren't even a good person and you're but you never been caught, hey, in the in the in the eyes of the law, you are an outstanding citizen and you need to fucking keep pushing that shit. You go out there and you keep letting them know. I am not a criminal, don't treat me as such. And that's what I had to tell the judge. I had to I had to force her. When she kept talking to me, I had to keep go you know, talking louder than her. No matter how many times she kept saying, Mr. Hawkins, be quiet, be quiet. She told you to be quiet? Oh, a number of times. She called the bailiff, got in front of him. It was a woman judge? A woman woman judge. judge. Oh, my God. I I didn't know that. A woman bailiff. All that shit. That's crucial. It's like, man. A woman? Wow. (laughs) Bless you. Yes. Thank you. Excuse me. That's crucial. I didn't even I I I didn't know that. That's even. I feel like majority of the time it is. Oh, who was on your side of the court? 
Whoa. Oh, oh buddy. That's, that's been your judge. That's been a judge the whole time. Yeah. Yep. What? With uh woman attorneys. Even when you go to fucking men's right attorneys, if it's for if it has anything to do with uh you know, having to do with the uh, family family court, don't even trust them. Don't even waste your time trusting them. Don't even waste your money trusting these people. Their main objective is what you're paying them. That's it. You send them that money and they're good to go. They'll prolong it just to make you feel good. But at the end of the day, they will do nothing. You will go by everybody step by step as everybody else. The same as the last man. The same as the man. I had a, I had cases right before mine. And like I said, you, you go in early. And you sit and you, you sit inside there and you listen to their cases. You pay attention to what that person did that, that makes him different from you. I had a man in there. He goes to, he's late to every time of pickups. He's late for drop-offs. He's, you know, he's arguing as soon as he sees the woman at the door, yanking her chain off. All this extra shit. I've never done any of that. But yet, I noticed we had the same exact time. We had the same exact visitation rights. Why is that? That's strange. So what do I have to do? I had to call, I had to call that out. I had to let that be known. Mm. Wow. And they still lined you up. Lined you up the same as the next man. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100% for a whole year. And it was up until the point I fired my attorneys. And, you know, again, I. that's why I stress the most of learn your case. Learn your case that fits you. And you fired them. You fired them. I fired them and I made them pay me back money for the for the previous case that they came in for because they did absolutely nothing. And I made it be very known that they did nothing. I had my facts down on how I know that they did nothing and made them pay me my money back. They didn't pay. Of course, it wasn't all of it. I still had to pay, you know, a good few, few thousand. But it still feels like a good win when you at least make them pay you back something like that. Nah, you showed up and you sat there and you asked to prolong this shit. We've been here for a year. I've done everything they've asked. I've bent yeah, over and took it. Yeah, did all that shit and nothing. They did nothing. It's like at a certain point, yeah, it's okay to go by what they say for certain things. Be open to certain suggestions, mm -hmm. but make sure you always point it in both directions. Don't let them ever say, well, I think he needs to take a parenting class or he should take anger management class. No, you both need to. If I, I have no problem to, to do that, sure. Judge, but only if she does it too. I'm sure. not going to sit here and do it alone. And they'll try it first. They'll try to make it where it's just you. But then you point that out. And what can happen is either she will agree, her attorneys will agree, and that you will both do this, or they'll go, oh, never mind. Happened a number of times. The minute I, the minute I made the statement that they, you know, will – why are they asking me for money? It sounds like she needs to be working harder. She has a part-time job. I work 10 hours a day and I still take care of my child. It sounds like she needs to just get a better job and work harder. So maybe I should just have more time. Oh, well, you know, we don't need his money. Yeah, all of a sudden. Mm. But every time I left the court before that, I was getting emails from her attorney for a certain amount of money to try and get you to settle. Don't settle. Don't sign shit. 
just go in there and fight until it's until it's over. Even mm. when it comes to they approve the child support and this and that, if your case is still ongoing and you still believe in yourself and believe in your rights and b- believe that you actually have something worth fighting for and in a proper end result that fits you and suitable to you, don't show, don't give in to nothing. Right. They don't get nothing. Mm. Wow. Wow. And that's um that's how you did that, huh? Wow. So keep you saying keep make sure you got your game up up to par. Yeah. Before you step especially stepping into that type of uh into that situation anyway. I mean being in that situation is just already a loss. I mean it's it's just a, a, yeah. a win for them. Win for I mean not saying things that get things that get things always get better, but it's at a it's at a point still. Like you said, it's not really it's not giving it's not giving enough justice. Like it's not it's something it's missing. Yeah, and don't don't make the mistake like I did. And you know it was when it was my first trial and or whatever they want to call it trial case. I don't give a shit. But when it was my first time. The nerves, the other people that, you know, just pussied out and just sat there quiet, didn't show emotions, took over. And I thought, oh, I do need the attorney. I do need them. They're going to be with the ones with all the knowledge and they're going to listen to my story. They're going to understand fully and they're going to take care of this the way I, I need them to. And it's going to it takes time. I got to I got to realize that. But make sure that you go in there already with your knowledge. So that way, when they are playing these little games, when they are making these certain statements, that you have something to go against. If they're not, they work for you. You pay their bill. So at the end of the day, if you're not feeling them, if they don't make sense to you, if you don't like what they're saying, if they're telling, continue to tell you there's a certain pattern of how this has to go, don't believe them. They're not the ones for you. Maybe no one's the one for you. Maybe no attorney's the one for you. Maybe you're the only one that believes in yourself. Your family might not even believe in yourself. They might be in the background still telling you, you know, you know, you just got to do this and that and, and just take the time you got. And, you know, no, if you really fully believe that you are a solid person, a solid parent, then do what it takes. You can luckily go into that type of situation and you could do it your own, you know, on your own. So learn. That's the biggest thing shit in life in general is learn whatever you're going into, learn, study, figure it out the best way that fits you. You go into school. How many, how many times did someone, you know, go to school? You know, we go to school, what, 12 years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 12, 13 years 12 in kindergarten, years. Yeah. all this learning. And you can still get, go that far and still probably be a average student. You did okay, just enough to get by, but it wasn't it it wasn't something that intrigued you or interested you. But then, as soon as you got out, you realize, wow, I'm really interested interested in something. So you taught yourself, you learned about it, and now you're like somehow a magical pro on shit. I don't know Greek mythology. You know what I mean? Mm. That's something I love. But they don't teach all that. They have a quick little review on it during you know some kind of history or whatever the whatever the hell, maybe even just English class. But then yeah. you can look deeper into it. Maybe you like fucking aliens. I don't know. 
but there are so much knowledge out there where you can actually make actual find actual proof that you know make your statements facts Mm -hmm. like you just do it you if if it means something to you you do it you didn't know how to do the job that you're in but you trained and you learned and you did it we all didn't know how to do something it's the crawl before you walk scenario you know you got to do it but in this situation you got to get up and run you got to run to it (laughs) you got to go fucking fast and you got to go all in don't let anyone stop you stop you don't ask for no one's opinion because they're gonna still tell you a half-ass opinion shit practice on people if you get to the point where you learn enough knowledge luckily i i am a barber so i'm able to speak on some of the things that i'm that I've gone through, I'm able to, you know, things I'm about to go through. And I use that as practice. I'll let them, I'll let them, I'll pretend like they're the judge and I'll talk about my, my situations. And then I'll listen to their response and they'll be like, Oh, you should have, well, man, you know, that's, and then I'll go at them. I'll go at them until the point where they give up, where they have nothing else to say. And that's the same. That judge is the same ass person, clueless, go and fucking work them. Good. That's the only thing. Like that's the only thing that's gonna help. And anything that we do is just learn. Get the do your research. Get the information that you need. And you say you can fight anything. Get the proper. Get the facts. Get get your get your story to get your own story together. You saying? Do your own work. Put your work in. If you want to fight the case, if you want to fight something, if you want to win or. Get some kind of justice. You saying you got to put, put your own. Your, you got to put some type of uh, learning into it. Got some good stuff right there. For everybody out there that's listening, um, I know you taking in. You probably taking in something that you didn't really expect for this show. Are you taking in too much? Too if it's too much for you, you'll be able to rewind it and. Uh, listen to it over again and if you're going through a situation like this um i send my prayers out to you because you know we're in this world without compassion but um as straight as chuck um drop the jewels i hope you're picking up some 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 of this jury because it's real life and this is a real experience that he going through that he been through once before and then a different matter but um still dealt with the courts so I think this is real valuable information. I really appreciate you giving out that game, giving up that information today. Straight ass Chuck. Yes, sir. Being on the show again, I uh, forgot to tell you, he, he um, just been my barber for years. He, he been giving me straight edge, straight edges for the longest. And really staying consistent with his business on a whole nother show, on a whole nother topic, episode about entrepreneurism entrepreneurialism um so he got a lot of good experience good 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 wisdom in his area in his field and he uh he gives good value um really from really doing his thing and um being out here dealing with all type of ups and downs that we go through so we're just glad to have you um, bring it up close and personal with us. 
with the Daddy Bars Club. And um, we got some more for you later on. Just keep keep tuning in. And uh, checking the daily bars on a daily basis. What's your daily bar? Yeah. We out. Practice 10,000 hours, master the strength and the power. What's up, y'all? Thanks, thanks for tuning in. Um, we got a couple more listeners from last show. Really appreciate that. Um, appreciate everybody coming down and listening. Checking us out. You know, part of the Daily Bars Club. We building the foundation. Um, I'm excited to see where this is going. Like I said, I just thank you for being along with me on this journey. This is DJ Royal K, aka Ghost Rider, for further notice. Practice a hundred ten thousand hours, master the strength and the power. So you do something uh, over and over again, become a master. Let's say ten thousand hours, you become a master. Um, basically, you become an expert, whatever that is. Whatever you practice, you know, so whatever you want to do, you just dedicate that time to it, and um, you put the effort in, you'll, be, you'll accomplish that, you know, so just keep doing whatever it is enough time. Like my auntie used to say, practice makes perfect. She didn't say it for nothing. She wasn't saying that just to say it. It really mattered. Like it made like exact sense. Like it made like it was so um, so on point to where you can't even take that in all the way. You just think about it. You just do it practice it you can be, you can become perfect at it practice makes perfect it's telling you like you know straight up and down it's telling you um, with no filter you practice anything 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 you can become perfect at it let that sink in for a minute because, you know, we walk around saying we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. You know, like we don't have the confidence to do what we want to do when it's there. So why wouldn't we have the confidence to do what we want to do if we wanted to do it? So, yeah, so practice 10,000 hours, master the strength of your power. So, not only do you already got the power, you can learn how to gauge it, how to channel it, how to program it, how to handle it, 
when to use it, how much did you use, you know, how much uh, information did you use, when do you need to step up for this particular energy, uh, when do you need to give this presence and presentation, when do you need to set up this PowerPoint presentation, you know, what do you need to do for this course, for this event? Um, where do you need to focus at? You know, what do you need to be pursuing? If you can make things happen, what do you need to be doing with for your family? You need to be doing with your skills, your talent, um, your creation. Uh, that all these things are done on earth by human beings. And we still doubt certain pinnacles that we can aim for and hit. You see, Jordan, you know, in sixth grade, he jumped in the free throw line, slam dunk. You don't think you can take off and jump up as a human being and now dunk the ball into the hoop and do the same things he did? Yeah, you really want to do it. Practice it. Just like to thank everybody for tuning in to the last show. That was my boy, Straight Edge Tucker. Um, you know, we go way back to that. That's my barber. You've been hooking me up for a while. You got some things going on. I didn't want y'all to take it too, you know. I didn't want y'all to, to take it too hard. So we, uh, you know, I we got off, you know. He was explaining the situation, what he was going through, and uh, I was telling him on that. A lot of dudes going through a lot of different things in that same nature. You know, I had my instances and my situations and my, my stories about, you know, certain things dealing with relationships, dealing with court, you know, dealing with the law. It's hard out here. But uh as everybody, you know, that was my first week of the appreciate that shout out to Fred Ed Chuck for coming through. And uh representing the Daddy Bar Club with us. And, you know, we just try to keep things we trying to keep it going. I try to come back as much as I can. You know, I miss a day or two every now and then. I keep missing these days. But uh, it's going to be a strict schedule. I'm, you know, forcing myself to stay on the schedule and, and stay with this event and make sure I bring good information and good value and bring some sort of information for self development every single time. We shouldn't waste a day not providing some sort of lesson, information to share what we learn with others and blessing others and, you know, doing for others and servicing others, whatever you can do to service, you know. I read one time that. 
you know, you wouldn't be in your head so much if you just help somebody else sometimes when you're going through things. You just need to help somebody else. Because it'll make you feel better about what you're going through and it, it'll make you recognize the strength that you can help others while you're going through what you're going through because we all got our own battles that we go through every day. You might not say it, but everybody has their own battle. And just because they're not telling you and they're helping you, it don't mean they're not fighting their own battles and they're taking care of what they got to handle when they're dealing with something else at times. That's, you know, giving them a rough time or giving them a certain worry. So we all worried about something that free your mind and kind of change the reality of it to help someone else like you know you don't ask for help back just receive it and that'll show your strength that you can overcome anything to keep your foot on the gas Keep the gold and keep it all in front of you. And pick and decide what you want to do. Practice 10,000 hours. Master the strength of your power. That's your daddy boy. That's your daddy boy. You got a daddy boy. Go ahead and send me that. If you want to hear more, if you got any suggestions about the show, go ahead and send me that. And uh, if you think that you know, we can add more value, or you know, it's, it's, if there's something that you heard that you want to talk more about, if you want me to talk more about, I would be honored and I would appreciate it. And I will be very uh, welcoming for you to let me know if you wanted me to, you know, get further into a topic or something like that. That'll be cool. Might give you a shout out and then doing the show. Do something, you know. I'm giving out, giving you, uh, you know, trying to uh, get something to you for your people, my appreciation, just for giving your input. But um, until then, it's your daddy boy. Have a good one. Alright, y'all. Yeah, oh yeah. The Daddy Boy podcast, the ground is coming. So we have to have some bits and pieces on there. Then we'll be doing it live. So you'll be able to see the man behind the, the mirror, you know what I'm saying? So, the man behind the screen, the man behind the tablet. <laughs> we'll be doing it. So, um, Really stay tuned for that, and I, uh, you know, I just want you to uh, be a part of this. I, I, I want to um, have something that you know, have some sort of uh, foundation, some sort of community that I can go to and uh, give me some self development from. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I came with the club. You know, I just wanted to build. A, a, I want to build a good. Uh, community 
and positivity and uh, good information and motivation. But you know, I would do that. I over talked, over did it, so you know, it's the day before years. 